Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the bird hole. A huge shout out to Catherine Burton for joining us on Patreon. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for 20 minutes of your time today. If you enjoy Reddit stories, don't forget to hit that subscribe and let's get involved. Much love, guys. Now, I've been really enjoying the updated stories recently, and we have another one that was updated today from Far Experience 2070. So I'll read the original story and then go with the update. So feel free to use the timestamps if you heard the story before. But it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for Telling Another Gym Member to Wear a Bra? I, 25 female, fucking hate wearing bras. They're uncomfortable, constricting, and expensive. With work from home, I spent the last year and a half basically never wearing a bra and got used to it. Quite frankly, my boobs are non-existent anyways. I recently started going to the gym again and started working out braless. I should note up until now that no one ever pointed out anything wrong with me not wearing a bra. However, in the middle of a set of squats, yes, mid-squat, a guy comes up to me, taps me on the shoulder to get my attention and tells me that my nipples are poking through my shirt. I get really irritated because why the fuck is this guy staring at my nipples in the first place and then stopping me mid-set to inform me? I get really annoyed, try to finish my set, but then this fucker literally grabs the bar as I ascend and re-racks it for me. He claimed it looked like I was having trouble with the last rep and that he had come over to make sure I could do it. Then he noticed my nipples. I'm really fucking pissed off at this point and I told him that I didn't need his help to finish my set and why the F was he looking at my chest in the first place? He said he was going to spot me but then he noticed my chest and thought it would be inappropriate. I pointed out that the safety bar was set so even if I did fail the set he wasn't needed but he just insisted people at gyms look out for each other and that going forward I should probably wear a bra so other people wouldn't get uncomfortable and that it may help me stay more balanced in my squats. I'm literally the only girl at the weight section of the gym at the moment and other guys who were squatting and failed sets never have to worry about this shit. I've seen guys fail multiple sets in a row and no one ever rushes to their aid, but I have a very slight pause and everyone thinks I need rescuing. So, I'm now really annoyed and also kind of uncomfortable that this guy I've never spoken to in my life thinks he's helping me and then has the audacity to tell me how to dress. So I tell him, you have bigger boobs and nipples than I do. Maybe you should wear a bra so people won't get uncomfortable and you won't fail your squats. He then got really defensive saying he was just trying to help, then called me a bitch. Honestly, I'm not sure if I overreacted, but I'm still kind of pissed off. So maybe that's clouding my judgment. Am I the arsehole? Edit to add, I'm not sure if people think I'm walking around and it's extremely obvious my nipples are showing. I actually really hate constricting clothes. My t-shirt size is extra small, but I wear a large just to the gym. But I wear a large to the gym and pretty much everywhere lately. And you can't tell my stomach from my chest. My nipples might have been showing a little more while squatting because I was wearing a lifting belt. 
and I got to read out this first comment because it, it made me chuckle the first time around. And it's from Dwells2301 who says, not the arsehole. And who made him the nipple police? <laughs> Followed by Gump the Chump who said, the duly elected nipple government. <laughs> And not really quite on topic with this, but I remember when I was going to the gym a couple of years back and I'll be honest, I don't know every type of lift and whatever there is out there. But occasionally when I went, I used to just do my my normal routine that I absolutely know and done it religiously. But I was feeling spicy one day and I wanted to try a new lift and I, I, I checked it out online, was doing it and it was going great until I had this guy come over to me in front of everyone I said, that's not how you do it, and was laughing away, and said, pass me the bar, took it off me and started doing it, and it was just, like, incredibly annoying, and when I go to the gym, I just want to be left alone, you know, I just want to do my thing and go home, but anyway, I've I've gone totally off here, but Sphinxer says, not the arsehole, report it to your gym, he had no right to comment on your body at all, and had no right to assert his help onto you, if he can't control himself from staring at another person's body, then he shouldn't be at a place where he's going to encounter all manner of bodies. Elabcida says, not the arsehole, he was harassing you and you should tell management about it. As a fellow bra hater, it's no one's fucking business if I wear a bra or not. XL Pager says, you should report him to gym and management for sexual harassment for staring at your nipples, telling you what you should wear to the gym, interrupting your set and putting your weights back on the rack unasked when you clearly weren't struggling and calling you a bitch. Tell them he made you feel unsafe and wouldn't leave you alone and continued to stare and comment on your breasts after you repeatedly asked him not to and worried about other female gym members and how that incident might have escalated had there not been other men at the gym at the same time. National Preparation 9 says not the arsehole, report it to the gym. Someone coming over interrupting your set and commenting on your nipples isn't generally acceptable behaviour. Subjective Assertive says, not the arsehole, I'm a male and I can see from where he wanted to be a knight in shining armour for a damsel in distress. He was then obviously disappointed that you did not need saving so defaulted to being a jackass in a poor attempt to save face and keep talking, which obviously allowed him to look at your nipples while also pretending, I'm not like other guys. And before we go to the update, one more from Bobby Dawn 25 who says, Not the asshole, because I've been wearing a bra many times and still have my nipples visible. A bra doesn't mean our boobs and nipples suddenly become invisible. The guy should have self-control and not look. It's as simple as that. He's an idiot who never matured beyond middle school. So update. Thanks so much for all the feedback on my original post. A couple of people said it was just a validation post, but to be honest, after you go off on someone like that publicly, getting a lot of attention, you kind of do feel like an arsehole, even if you feel it was justified. So yeah, I finally did start wearing bras again, and not at all because of this incident, but because I'd been dealing with depression that made me not really try to get dressed in general, not just at the gym. And dressing for success has been a small way to try and get myself back into a better place mentally. Anyways, the guy goes to the gym roughly the same time as I do most days, so unfortunately, I did have to see him again. Even though I really wanted to grab his bar out of fake concern while he was squatting, I mostly ignored him, until two days ago. I was deadlifting and recorded myself to check my form. The guy comes over and says something like, you know sumo is cheating right? I get this comment a lot, mostly from men half joking, and it's annoying, but I just completely ignore him. He repeats it a little louder and I continue to ignore him. I guess he sees that I was recording myself because then he asked if I have an Instagram. I don't post my lifts on Insta and if he could follow me, I keep ignoring him. Finally, he says something like, see your form is so much better now that you're wearing a bra. 
and I fucking lost it again. I screamed at him that he's disgusting, harassing piece of shit. Honestly, I don't remember exactly what I said because it was admittedly very vulgar and got a lot of attention. A worker came over and asked if something was wrong and I said this guy was sexually harassing me for two weeks and asked to speak to a manager. The guy denied it and said he was just trying to help and that I was being sensitive. But either way, the manager asked what was going on and got both our stories. Because I've been recording my lifts, I actually had a video of where he commented on my bra. So the manager gave him a 30 day ban and told me that if he ever bothered me again to let her know and she would permanently ban him. So I feel kind of vindicated, but I also feel a little frustrated that just one man actually saw consequences for this kind of behavior towards women in the gym. It's nice to see someone have repercussions for their actions, but it's also exhausting dealing with this kind of thing constantly at the gym, even if it isn't quite as overt. But I guess I'll have to keep calm and lift on. And whilst it's a positive update in some ways, you know, there were some repercussions for his actions, I somehow feel like it wasn't quite enough. Sure, 30 days is a lengthy ban, but you know, his attitude isn't going to change in that 30 days, is it? I don't think so anyway. And I think if I was in OP's position, I would feel uncomfortable that that person would be coming back into the shared space at the same times as me as usual. I mean, we could hope that he just does leave the gym and doesn't come back because 30 days is a long time, but I doubt it very much. Now, what do you guys think of this first story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to story two. Now, I saw the title to this next one, and I think I already know what the verdict's going to be, and you probably will from the title as well, but I can't help getting involved. I want to know what's going to happen. Real Life Country Song says, am I the asshole for frightening a snooping neighbor by opening my door and causing her to fall? Hoo-hoo. New to Reddit, please forgive mistakes. I, 37 female, live alone in a pet-friendly, no-breed restrictions apartment building, renting in a US city that has significant crime. Our building has two on the first floor, two on the second floor, one on the third. I live on the third floor. I don't share a landing with any of my neighbors and anyone coming up to the third floor is coming there for me. We don't have a secured gate or a front door to the building. I have a 40 pound dog, not aggressive in the slightest, does not have leash aggression, does not resource guard. She does have one guarding tendency and due to where I live alone, I fostered this. She will bark at the door when someone is outside. She is part hunting hound, so has a very big vocal howl bark. I've always found this comforting because I will always know if someone is coming when I am not expecting anyone. Sometimes people will look up to my landing who have no business being there and my dog will scare them away. She also lets me know when deliveries have been dropped off. A downstairs neighbor, 45 to 50 female on the first floor has been up on my landing several times. She will sometimes bring up packages or mail if it's left downstairs, which is nice, but I've seen her through the peephole lurking around without anything to leave for me. One time, she moved my doormat. She has seen me walking my dog several times. Outside my apartment, my dog is all wags. She asked several times where my other aggressive dog is because she's been up to my landing and heard my dog's big barks. I told her each time that I only have one dog and that she just sounds aggressive at the door. She hasn't stopped asking about my other dog though. Last week, my property manager emailed about reports that I may have two dogs, which is fine, just to let them know because they want to know how many animals are in the building. I wonder how they get this report. Today, my neighbor was on my landing again. From my peephole, I saw her bending down in front of my door, but couldn't tell what she was doing. So I swung my door open with my dog standing beside me, loudly barking. She got spooked from the noise and fell on her ass because she was leaning down to look under my doormat again. 
I said, see, just the one dog like I told you. Then I realized she may have injured herself when she fell and offered to help her up, but she just stormed off, calling me an asshole and bitch. Said the building was better before I moved in. I have lived here for five years. This is the first I'm having this issue. My sis told me I'm an asshole because I could have given the woman a heart attack by frightening her. I kind of see her point. However, I did not know she was going to fall over. I still do not know what she was doing on my landing. Other tenants have dogs too, and you can hear all the dogs barking any time a delivery car pulls up. I always consider it the price of a pet-friendly apartment. Now, there's only two reasons I can imagine she was moving your doormat. One was the obvious one to try and find a key to get into your apartment. And two was maybe to move the doormat to the side so she can maybe see under your door to see if she, you have got two dogs and she's trying to report you for some other bizarre reason. And I know that second one is a real long shot, but that's just one that popped into my head. But as from the very start of this one, I, it was going to be a not the arsehole all the way through. It's clear that this person was snooping in around, doing something pretty shady. And when she got caught, she resulted to call you an arsehole and a bitch. So she knew she'd done wrong rather than explaining what she was doing. She didn't have an excuse and just resulted to aggression. So absolutely not the arsehole to me. But I dream in word says not the arsehole. Is it possible she's searching for a spare key? This is not normal behavior. Schnitt says this right here. Under the mat or over the door on the frame are very common places to stash keys. A friend and I used to keep each other's keys over our doors. My key for apartment 115 over her door, apartment 340 and vice versa. Came home one day to find her key jammed in my lock and my across the hall neighbor acting twitchy. Was glad to move when the lease was up. Mia Catherine says, sounds like she's looking for a key to try to get in and wants to know about your dog so she can know if there is one, if she possibly broke in. I'd get a camera ASAP and talk to your landlord about your concerns through email so it's documented. Nanny Live says, not the arsehole, your dog barked, you opened the door, she was frightened not because you opened the door, but because she was snooping in a place she had no business. And one more from Sopsaw who says, not the arsehole, you opened your door on a neighbor who was suspiciously lurking, moving your doormat, checking for a key. You were in your right to open the door. You didn't do it with the intention of harming her. She's the asshole here. She sounds a bit loopy, questioning the second dog so much and also kind of shitty if, if that was her that reported a non-existent second dog. Based on what you said about the crime in your area, I'd feel weird about someone showing up unwarranted on my patio too. She'd probably feel embarrassed for being caught, lurking, and won't bother you again. Probably won't help with your mail anymore either though. And we're we'll in there because everyone's just going down this key route. She was looking for a key. But do you think she could have been doing anything else in that scenario? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Correct Jacket 136 titled, Am I the arsehole for telling my cousin that her social media presence is pretentious and weird? My 32 male cousin, 27 female, is a PhD student. Has been for about four years now, I think. And honestly, in the time she's been at college in general, her personality has changed. But even more so with this new school. One of the ways I've seen it is on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. She literally only talks about grad school and academics and theory. This is what she calls it. And to be honest, it's all very confusing to me. And I don't know how to describe it and stuff like that. There are barely any updates on her life. And when there are, it's still academic stuff think pictures of her and her co-workers at conferences, meetings with theory reading group, department happy hours, etc. So when she's not discussing hardcore academic texts on her social media with other professors and grad students, she's sharing pictures of, of her at these academic events. 
She just recently posted a big thing about how she. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Excited to present at MLA this year. Couldn't even tell you what that is. Honestly, all us cousins used to be very close, but now all of us really can't relate to her, as we're not exactly a family that did college and stuff like that. She's not like that in person at all and just wants to hang out, but her social media tends to be on our minds when we talk to her and it affects things, I think. Anyway, she was at home for a couple of weeks this summer and a bunch of us cousins were hanging out, having some drinks. Every now and then, if one of us got a bunch of notifications, we'd check our phones. No big deal to any of us. No one was being rude and only on their phone. She got a text and looked at her phone and smiled and laughed a bit. So I said, get anything good and she said yeah a friend sent me a really funny meme here i'll pull it up and i said is it going to be stuff you're always posting slash sharing that none of us will get because i don't want to see it if it's that pretentious crap she said no but then said never mind and got all quiet i asked her what was wrong and she says i didn't realize you think i'm pretentious and i said well really it's your social media you only ever post about stuff barely anyone understands and you're always talking about your academic life and all these things you go to it absolutely comes across as pretentious and weird like you're obsessed with academics and you think that having a couple of degrees makes you better most of the cousins laughed at that while two said to call it and to keep that for when it's just the rest of us She just quietly finished her drink and left for the evening without saying goodbye to anyone. She won't answer my text now. I feel bad, but I was just teasing her and letting her know that her social media makes her come off as pretentious. Am I the arsehole? My opinion is social media is a very, very personal thing. And it's often different to how you come across, like to your family in real life, family especially. My social media got me one of my jobs that I really, really loved. And if I didn't have social media and I didn't talk about like my passions in life through social media, there's no way I would have got that position. And it's really strange, but that's just the way it is. And this person's just sharing what they absolutely love to do. So yes, you're going to be an asshole to me in this one. But the comment says, Princess of Perky says, you're the asshole. She actually sounds pretty cool. It also sounds like you don't understand what she's studying or talking about. So instead of being normal, caring person and asking her about it, you call her pretentious. Lots of people use social media to talk about their work. It sounds like she's doing well and has a lot going for her. And you sound a bit jealous. Flamingo Party says you're the asshole. She's doing what a lot of people do on social media, sharing her passions. Sometimes people only post their pets or their kids. Some only upload gym selfies slash workout videos or their favorite recipes. 
Her passion just happens to be something you can't relate to. She's not required to cater her post to you. Belittling her for sharing her passions is just outright rude. 9OKM says you're the asshole. Oof, I feel bad for cousin. Sounds like you were itching for an opportunity to put her down. OK Average says you're the asshole. She's into academics. So what? At least she doesn't bully people like you did with her because she doesn't keep up with the Kardashians or whatever you're into. King's Ransom says you're the asshole. Dimming her light didn't make yours brighter. Glad you're not my cousin. Pangolin Signal says, huge or the arsehole, she's in grad school, probably her entire life outside of family, is consumed in that work and social circles. She's not posting on social media for your benefit, she's using it to be social with the majority of folks in her day-to-day life. If she doesn't act like that at all in person with you, her family, you're the one who asked to see what she was looking at. She wasn't even trying to show that off. You have no reason to be criticizing her. You'll sound like you're making up for some sort of chip on your shoulder. Education, inferiority complex. One more from Caro who says, you're the arsehole. Do you police everyone's social media like that? Or just people smarter than you? What a rude and unnecessary comment to make. And our next story comes from C-E-J-K-M-M-H-J. Am I the arsehole for telling my wife that I do not miss her? My wife and I have a great relationship generally. We worked together, but today she wasn't in the office because she was in an all-day social gathering with a person who sometimes causes her anxiety. Based on my call log, my wife called me at 9.28 a.m. and we talked for two and a half minutes. She called at 10.56 a.m. and we talked for less than a minute. She called at 11.50 a.m. and we talked for 12 minutes. She called at 12.31 p.m. and we talked for 21 minutes. She called at 1.39 p.m. and we talked less than a minute. She called at 2.01 p.m. and we talked less than a minute. She called 3.49 p.m. we talked less than a minute. She called 6.20 p.m. and we talked for 34 minutes. During this final call, she was driving to the office. We hung up while she was in the office with me. She walked over and hugged me and said, do you miss me? I hesitated and went, uh, sure, I guess. She got angry. You didn't miss me. Well, baby, I said, I've talked to you more than I've talked to anyone else today. No, you didn't, she said, and I pulled out my call log and showed her. Well, I'm going to find a man who appreciates my calls. I didn't say I don't appreciate your calls, I said. It's just not logical to be talking to someone all day then ask them if they missed you. That got me nowhere. I was probably using too much logic. (laughs) She was clearly seeking comfort because she was in an uncomfortable situation all day. When she returned to me, she was probably looking for a little celebration and support since she made it through today's emotional difficulties. I didn't give it to her, thereby making me the asshole. Now she's in her office talking to someone else on the phone and I'm in my office justifying myself on Reddit. (laughs) Edit, I was probably using too much logic was a poor choice of words. By that phrase, I only meant that I was being emotionally insensitive, which is my tendency. I didn't mean to suggest that my wife is fundamentally illogical. I love my wife dearly and I think highly of her. I hope that helps. And we'll start off with Conscious Card who says, you're the arsehole for your condescension. I was probably using too much logic. Tells me everything I need to know about how you view your wife. Dusty Pink Sun says, you're the arsehole. You apparently missed chapter three of the Unspoken Marriage Rules book. When a spouse asks you if you miss them, you answer yes. Automatically, logic and facts have nothing to do with the question. The question being asked, do you care about me? Just using alternate words. Knox Wild says, she called you eight times today, eight. You answered every time for this alone, you should get a prize. 
I guess since she responded eight times to her day-long neediness, it's not that surprising that she arrived home just as needy. I wanted to hear you go on and on about how you pined for her all day and just could not wait to have her in your arms again. No one's an arsehole here, but dude, if you answered all eight of those calls, how hard would it have been to say, I'm not used to spending the day without you by my side? Tiny says, you both sound exhausting to be honest. Honey, did you miss me? Of course I did, darling. How hard is that? On the other hand, how long has she known you? I imagine she should be used to your non-abstract thinking. The Jostler says, no one's an arsehole here because I genuinely believe this is just two people interpreting the situation differently. However, just a suggestion for you. You clearly did not enjoy her calls and instead of just saying that to her, you essentially said, I didn't miss you because you wouldn't shut the fuck up (laughs) at the end of the day. That's why she's mad. Just say after the second call next time, I'm sorry, I have something I need to get done today. Can I call you later or we'll talk when you get back? There, done. Your wife doesn't know she's annoying you unless you say something to her. One more from XKK who says, completely not the asshole. She says she will find a man who misses her. In what world is this even close to being acceptable to say? Even though it most probably wasn't with complete seriousness, she was threatening to replace you over such a little incident. Besides, you just said the truth. Just because you didn't miss her, it doesn't mean that you don't love her, value her, appreciate her presence. Besides, it's great that you assisted her with so many calls. Now, what would you do if your partner called you that many times? How would you deal with it? Do you think OP is the arsehole, not the arsehole? No one's the arsehole here. Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to the next story. And what an am I the arsehole video without a wedding post? And this one comes from Isalim. And I may have pronounced that wrong. Am I the arsehole for telling my friend exactly why I won't be her co-maid of honor? My best friend, Ella, since pre-K is getting married and gathered me and some other friends around to ask us to be bridesmaids. She asked me and this other woman, Brie, to be a co-maid of honor. Now Brie and I are not friends. For some reason, Brie has always hated me and I have a theory about that. So Ella met Brie in college. They ended up being college roommates and grew close. Brie especially had a tough life and was glad my best friend wanted to be friends with her. She knew about me, but we didn't meet until Christmas of freshman year. I ended up going to see Ella and we planned to travel home together. Different colleges in different states. Once Brie met me, the reality set in that my best friend had a long-standing friendship. The things I know about Brie are, her dad walked out when she was three. Her mum married some dude with two daughters who didn't treat her well. Her mum ended up treating her badly when she was 16 and someone she thought of as a friend stabbed her in the back in high school. I also know Brie has no family in her life anymore. So even Ella admits Brie is different with me. She's snappy, she rolls her eyes when I talk. She has tried to make me feel left out. One time she pointed out that Ella and her went out with friends without me for Ella's 21st birthday when I couldn't make it. Not realizing we had our own plans and I was secure not to be jealous. And then she burst into tears when plans Ella and I had were brought up. Another time, she bought her and Ella these matching necklaces, but freaked out when she realized we had some from the time we were kids. I think the worst for me was I lost my sister. Ella and I were living together at the time. Brie came over the same day after buying tickets for them to go to some concert. Ella said she couldn't make it because of what happened, and Brie then replies with, didn't you hate her sister? I already knew that, but she said that in front of me. Ella called Brie out, but I never forgot that shit. Brie also made a big deal out of Ella calling me my, 
insert my first name here, which is something we did as kids because we think of each other as sisters, even though we are not. Anyway, when Ella asked us, I just realized we could not work together. It would be a disaster, so I told her no. Though when it was just the two of us, she asked why and I explained. It would be a disaster waiting to happen. She said she understands but feels bad and like she needs to make Brie feel important. Other friends saying I'm wrong, I should do it. Put our differences aside, not let Brie win. Am I the arsehole? Clear Wave says not the arsehole. Sounds like your friend understands why and isn't upset. Of course, she should have foreseen that having two women that don't get along be co-maid of honor wasn't gonna work out at all. Honestly, the bride-to-be is kind of the arsehole. She shouldn't have put you in that position. Is being her maid of honor that important to you? If it is, talk to her about it, though I doubt she will unmaid of honor Brie. If you are cool with not having to deal with all the extra maid of honor stuff, stick to your guns and enjoy the wedding. Belle says not the arsehole. Hear me out because Brie is clearly the arsehole, but so is Ella. A friend that would allow her friend to treat me badly is no friend of mine. You backing out is the right and respectful move for the situation you are in. But I'm upset for you that Ella would allow you to be in this position in the first place. This outcome only awards Bree's horrible behavior. Yeah, absolutely true. Quinn Good says, not the arsehole. Bree is extremely insecure about her relationship with Ella as it relates to you. The best thing for you to let Bree have her time in the spotlight is maid of honor. Serve as a bridesmaid and skip the drama. Good luck. Half-Baked Opinion says you are not the arsehole. Ella is the arsehole for staying friends with Brie after how she treated you and putting you in this position. Sweaty Fig says not the arsehole. What does Brie say? Does she think her great friend deserves to not have her best, longest friend as part of the wedding? Why are the interpersonal difficulties between you and Brie all up to you? Has Brie ever tried to get along, tried therapy, tried to grow the fuck up and be an adult for the sake of others if not herself? This isn't fair and it sucks that it seems to be all your problem. I feel pity for Brie, but if anyone should be left out of the wedding, it's her. She's the one that can't get along. She's the one that has problems and it's so unfair for you or the bride to have to choose. Brie is the arsehole, no one else here. Highwood Shady says not the arsehole. Brie clearly is jealous of and insecure about your relationship with Ella. I cannot imagine trying to help bride and plan showers and activities with someone who is openly hostile towards you. It would be a disaster. It's a pity that Brie hasn't realized. Try as she may, she's going to put a wedge in your friendship. Sama Blam Blam says not the arsehole, but why does your friend allow Brie to act this way towards you? And why does Brie have to feel special on someone else's wedding day? Ring Hoffman says and quotes, so even Ella admits Brie is different with me, then says Ella acknowledges and condones her disrespectful attitude towards you. Quotes again saying she needs to make Brie feel important, and then says at her wedding. Why does this matter more than thinking you would always be each other's maid of honors? If she goes through with making Brie her maid of honor instead of you, she's implicitly saying Brie's feelings matter more to her than yours, or even hers. Ella sounds like she has trouble creating boundaries. I'm sorry about your situation. Not the arsehole. Julia X says, not the arsehole. Ella should tell Brie to stop bullying her honorary sister or the friendship is over or make treating her honorary sister civilly a condition of, of being her bridesmaid. You do not put yourself on the torture rack. Now, what do you guys make of these stories? What do you make of today's collection of stories? I would love to hear your thoughts, opinions, and verdicts all in the comments below. They mean the absolute world to me and you just being involved with the channel is absolutely amazing. I can never thank you enough for what you do. 
If you'd like to join the channel like Catherine Burton did today, there's like those little waffle emojis you can use in the chat there. It's all very weird. <laughs> you can click that join button down below for YouTube. Thank you so much for your love, time and support. There's a playlist on the screen right now to get involved with some more stories if you choose to do so. A huge thank you and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.